Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. We're continuing to examine what the Scripture has to say uh, in the uh, New Testament uh, about the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, the birth narrative, the various elements that were taking place. And we've looked at Luke, we're looking at Matthew, we're sort of drawing to the end of it now. But I want to go back and uh, pick up the story to where you can see some things right here. We're in Matthew chapter 2, verse 13. An angel of the Lord had appeared to Joseph in the dream, and the angel told him to get up and take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt. Now, this is the second time the angel has appeared to Joseph. The first time the angel appeared to Joseph in the dream and said, go ahead and take Mary as your child, I mean, as your wife, because the child that is within her is of God. And so he did it. Well, then in this uh, dream, he's told to get up and go. He does. He gets up and goes. And the angel tells him, says that, uh, go down there and you stay there until I tell you. So it's sort of an open-end thing right here. It's not over with. This is the beginning of it. So Joseph knew that he would be informed uh, when he needed to be. So he got up that very night, took the child, took the Lord Jesus and his mother, and they left for Egypt that very evening. And the scripture tells us why in verse 15. Remember, it said uh, they remained there until the death of Herod, and this was done to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, that out of Egypt I have called my son. And then we saw the account in verses 16 through 18 where Herod, when he learned that he'd been tricked by the Magi, and it wasn't that the Magi so much tricked him, okay? they did not intend to do that. He had told them, hey, y'all go out and search everywhere and find this baby, and when you find him to worship, you let me know, and I will come also to worship. Well, they'd had a dream from God, and the dream from God warned them about Herod. And so they went home another way without informing Herod. And it's not so much they tricked him, but that's how he felt. He felt he had been tricked by these magi, and he was enraged. And so he killed all the male children who were in Bethlehem and the surrounding vicinity, all of them that were two years of age and under. And the scripture told us in verse 16, according to the time which he had been able to ascertain or determine from the magi. Remember, he'd ask, hey, when did y'all see this star? And so, you know, two years of age and under, so people would say, oh, they saw the star two years ago. No, I don't think so. Herod was very shrewd. I suspect that they saw the star the year before, and Herod was just making sure that he was getting the baby. You know what I mean? And then in verses 17, 18, we saw that this fulfilled what Jeremiah the prophet has said. I had a voice was heard in Ramah and weeping in great mourning, Rachel weeping over her children, and she refused to be comforted because they were no more. It's talking about how Israel was going to be so uh, uh, impacted by this. There'd be tremendous weeping. There'd be tremendous uh, mourning. So let's pick up at verse 19 of Matthew chapter 2, where we left off last time. It says this, But when Herod died, so now, Herod had died. When Herod died, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. So here we go. The angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph and said, Mary, Mary. Angel of the Lord appears to Joseph and says, Get up, go. And he did that very evening, that very night, in the middle of the night. He gets him up and goes. Now the angel of the Lord appears in the dream to Joseph while he's down in Egypt. Verse 20 says, the angel said this, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go into the land of Israel, for those who sought the child's life are dead. And so now he's being told, okay, you can get up, you can come back. 
You can go into the land of Israel. And notice it wasn't a real precise thing at that moment. He didn't say Jerusalem. He didn't say Bethlehem. He didn't say Nazareth or anything. He's going to the land of Israel. And why? Because the ones who were seeking the child's life, Herod, he was dead. Verse 21 tells us, So Joseph got up, took the child and his mother, and came into the land of Israel. So he's coming over. He crosses into the land of Israel. But verse 22 tells us, But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. So he was thought, thinking that, well, maybe I'm supposed to go back into you know, Bethlehem of Judea, where I left from. The angel said, go into the land of Israel, so I'm headed back there. But he gets there, and he finds out that Herod's son's reigning. So he's sort of fearful of getting in that environment. Then, verse 22, after being warned by God in a dream, another dream, he left for the regions of Galilee and came and lived in a city called Nazareth. Now, I find that interesting. We see that God will reveal his information and will reveal what we uh, are to do on a need to know and a need to know time and basis. Okay, God could have told him point blank, okay, I want you to go and go uh, straight to Nazareth. But he said, no, I want you to go into the land, okay, into the land of Israel. And when he gets there, he found, finds out what the next step is. See, usually we as believers and even as non-believers or whatever, we want to know every step of the journey ahead of us rather than just one step at a time as the Lord will reveal things, right? So the Lord warned him this is the fourth dream. He goes to the city called Nazareth. Then verse 23 tells us this. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophets. He shall be called a Nazarene. <laughs> Isn't that cool? And so all these things that we've seen so far, when the scribes and Pharisees of old would look at them, they'd go, well, what, what is this about? We know that Messiah, according to Micah, is supposed to be born in Bethlehem of Judea. But we also know that another prophet says that I will call my son out of Egypt. So how's that going to happen? But then we find out Messiah is also going to be called a Nazarene. And, and it just didn't make any sense to him. On this side of the life of the Lord Jesus side, Christ, on this side of the cross, it makes total sense to us because we know the story. Because the word right here informs us and shows us what the truth is. So as we continue to celebrate his birth from year to year, as we continue to celebrate what he did the first time, we can know this, that in the same way that he fulfilled everything to the minutest detail the first time, he will also the second time. I may not understand all the things, but that does not negate the truth. And so study to show yourself approved. Learn what happened when he came the first time. Give close, close, close heed to what's about to happen when he returns. Again, I'm Dale, and I'll see you soon. <music>